Knowing what to post on social media for your business, when to post, how often, it can all be so overwhelming. And then the social networks constantly change things up on us, right? Want that problem to go away? Join thousands of entrepreneurs who get my daily social media marketing tips direct to their inbox for free. Each day, you'll get stories, tips, ideas, and inspiration so you can do better social media marketing, all designed to drive revenue and profits in your business without it taking up all your valuable time. And of course, if they ever aren't valuable anymore, you can easily unsubscribe at the bottom of any email. Sign up now while you're thinking about it at dailysocialmediatips.com. There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to The Six Ways with Jerry Potter. On today's show, we are talking about six ways to make better Instagram reels, okay? Welcome to episode number six of The Six Ways. Every week, we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their field of expertise to share their best tips with the rest of us so we can all achieve our entrepreneurial goals. I truly believe we all do better when we all do better. And so this show is about all of us helping each other out. My name is Jerry Potter, founder of 5-Minute Social Media. I'm a social media coach and speaker, as well as a recovering perfectionist. My guest today is Jen Herman. Jen is a social media consultant, speaker, and globally recognized Instagram expert. And she's also the author of Instagram for Dummies, Instagram for Business for Dummies, and The Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing. So if you've ever seen those books on Amazon or in bookstores, uh, she's one of the people behind them, which I love. Welcome, Jen. Thank you. Also a recovering perfectionist. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've really tried to to own that. So when did you switch from perfectionist to okay, I've got to not be perfect all the time? You know, I don't know if there was a date and time, but it's been well being an <laughs> entrepreneur, you know, it's one of those things, you know, done is better than perfect. And I actually had an Instagram post recently where I literally said I'm like in this industry and when we're running our own businesses, nobody knows what perfect looks like except for us. Like mm. nobody has seen what we're creating. So there is no definition of perfect. It's only what we have in our mind. And if we put it out there, everyone else is like, hey, it's great. Like, because they don't know what we thought it was going to be. So letting go of our obsession with perfectionism is key. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been, you know, entrepreneurial and in this industry where everything changes every five minutes and, you know, everything else. I just had to learn to be like, you know what, just put it out there. Well, and that's a great segue into, you know, I find a lot of the people that I work with, uh, and maybe you find this in your membership as well, is is they're really intimidated by doing reels. And part yeah. of that, I think, comes from the fact that, you know, it used to be we'd only see content from our friends and family. And so if we <laughs> felt like we could make content as good or better than our friends and family, that was the bar, right? Like, oh, okay, I can do what my cousin does. I mean, this is, you know, <laughs> right but now when you open reels for the first time or any of the platforms that are serving up content from people you're not following, it is the best content in the world, at least that they think you know, the algorithm thinks you're going to like, and that's really intimidating. Yeah. And so absolutely. And that's, I mean, the explore page and it's, but the irony of that is half that content is nowhere near perfect, right? Like most of those <laughs> things that go viral, most of those things that get a ton of exposure aren't, I mean, they may be heavily edited in the sense that they were stitched together, clipped together, added music or those sorts of things, but they're just shot on a smartphone. Half of them are, you know, like I always go back to the day of, remember the the woman at Kohl's that put on the, the, the Ye not the Yeti mask, but the, the like Jubaka Star mask. Wars, the Chewbacca yeah. mask. yeah. And she filmed it randomly in her car in a parking lot with horrible lighting and 
but she went viral, right? Like, because people want the relatability and those are the videos that, and the reels that people connect with. It's not when it's the, you know, shot on DSLR, done in a professional editing studio, you know, even those can do well, but most of the things that do well, totally random and raw. Yeah. And that, it makes a massive, massive difference. So, okay. So we're going to share six ways to make better Instagram reels today on the show. Jen brought three and I'm going to share three. Also our question of the week from Sean, uh, who said, I get lots of reach on my reels, but no buyers. What am I doing wrong? Which is something mm -hmm. that I hear a lot and I'm sure Jen does as well. So we'll tackle that. Make sure to stay for the end of the show for that. So, all right. So Jen, on this show, we do rock, paper, scissors to decide who goes first. Okay. And, uh, uh, and, and I, I, I get accused of cheating because I always forget to keep my, my hand on the camera when I'm doing this. So I'm going to try not Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to try not to cheat when we do this. So one, two, three, shoot. Okay. Here we go. One, two, three, shoot. Uh, we scissors and scissors. Okay. It's a tie. So uh guest can go first then. So we'll have you go first. Um, right. How to make better Instagram reels six ways. Number one, what do you got, Jen? Number one, and this is an actual longer term strategy, not just the reels filming in and of itself, but you must have a custom cover photo. So mm. many people will literally film their reel and then just pick a screenshot from within the reel and they call that their cover and they walk away. No, that's a bad idea. We want to have a custom cover photo. If I'm going to shoot a video here in my in my office, I'm going to take a photo with me with that, that flash card. I'm going to take a photo of me in the same lighting, same outfit, but a photo. And then I'm going to add text to that photo that is the title or topic of the video. Why this is important is because when people are looking in the feed, they don't see the cover photo, they just see the video. So be it. Right. But if somebody goes to your profile and they look at your Reels tab, or if you're showing up in an in a explore where people see cover photos, they need to know what that video is about. If they're not following you and they don't know your face, they don't know. Is that is that talking about how to clean a toilet or how to, you know, bake a pie <laughs> or how to master Instagram marketing? They don't know. Right. So you've got to put something in there that gives them context to the video. It will drastically increase your open rates. It will increase your retention rates because people will actually watch the video because they care about it, not because I didn't know what it was. I clicked on it and they bounced. So it helps your retention rate by getting the right audience and it increases your open rates because more people are like, oh, that's the video I want to watch. And they're more likely to watch it. As opposed to clicking on something that was just curiosity inducing, but not didn't include the topic. Okay. And exactly. So or zero context to it. And it's just a person or it's just a shot of the landscape. And people are like, is it a landscape video? Is it a welcome to my new property video? Like there's no context. So having a, the caption or some sort of title on the cover photo gives context and they're more likely to follow through. And this falls under the category of, you know, I always say, I'm like, look, there's a million things you can do on social media to make things better <laughs> or worse. And so you've got to decide which are the most important ones. And and you make a great argument for why this is an important one. And so do you generally, you know, what you do or what you have your 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 clients and members do, do you like go into Canva and make something fancy? Or is it sometimes just, I've seen people just take that screenshot and open Instagram stories and add text and just take a screenshot of that or, you know. That's my default. I literally take photo, upload to stories, add the text, save to camera phone. Boom. There you go. There's my cover photo. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, I've done custom ones I've done in Canva as well. I've, you know, I've kind of tested both options. Personally, I think the Instagram stories convert better because they look native to the app because you built it in mm. stories. So the text and the layout and the filter size 
it, people relate to it. They're like, oh, that looks familiar. Versus when you go mm. into Canva and you create something that's got your branded fonts and all these, you know, gradient backgrounds or all these uh, people are, it's, it's harder, like, because they're, it, they're not in the app mentality, right? But if you've got them on an Instagram story template, it kind of looks more familiar. So from my perspective, those tend to convert better, but in the long run, it doesn't really matter. It's whatever's easiest for you and your team. And the most important element would probably be whatever your hook is for that reel. Yes. Super okay. short, like three, four, five words. We're not putting like a paragraph of text on there. Right. But basically, what is the topic of the video? Like, you know, how to fix a plumbing issue. There you go. That's your title. Like the how-tos are really good or five things to know this week or, you know, five things to know about Facebook groups, whatever it is. Like have something that's just a few words, the general hook, like you said, the, the basic title and topic that you have in the video. Okay, perfect. All right. Ways to make better Instagram reels. Number two, uh, this one, uh, nobody likes to hear, but make more reels. And, <laughs> and the reason for that is, it's, you know, if you're trying to, you're trying to get started with making reels or, or make them, making yeah. them consistently, the last thing you want to hear is, okay, now make more. And I, I completely shifted the way I talk about this in the last year, because I was always kind of like, you know, figure out what you can do, be consistent, the minimum. I mean, I have people that, that are growing like crazy with two, you know, one reel and one feed post a week, right? It can be done, but, yep. and it, it's always quality over quantity. Quality is so important, but what I've found and, and the reason I've completely shifted the way I talk about this is we don't know what quality is until we start making quantity. And yep. so like you talked about testing the different types of cover photos and things like that. And so until we start actually churning out that stuff or figuring out which topics work, or I can't tell you how many times, whether it was for my business or a client's business where we're like, Oh, I don't have anything to put up, but let's make this or whatever. And all of a sudden it's the, the best post we've ever had. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah. And so we, we just don't know what quality means for yeah. our business until we play around and test. And so look at everything as an experiment. And, and I'm not saying you got to start posting every day to even know, no. but you'll learn a lot faster if you have done some quantity before you do, uh, before you focus on just the quality part. So, and you don't even have to post all of them to your feet, like film them, post them, and just don't share to feed if you want to, like just so you get in the habit of filming them, learning what the, the integrations are with the stickers and the filters and the functions so that you get better at filming them. Cause the first time you film a reel, it's gonna take you an hour, right? Like if you're trying to do this and do that and edit and everything else. But the more you do them, the faster you get. You learn what your aesthetic is. You learn what works. Like just, like I said, get up there and film them. They don't even have to be fully published. Just do them so you get better at them. Yeah. Do you recommend, uh, you know, what do you recommend to people in terms of, you know, when, when they ask, should I, you know, click that box that says also share to my feed? Like, what do you consider whether you are sharing something to the feed or not, other than going through an experimentation like you just talked about? I mean, from my perspective, anything that's related to Instagram, social media, my brand automatically gets shared to the feed. You're going to get way more views. You're going to get way more performance metrics on that, which is going to help it get into more explore feeds because Instagram's going to say, oh, all these people in your feed are liking it. We're going to show it to more places. But if I take my daughter to the zoo and I, I make a reel of us at the zoo, I'm not sharing that to my feed because it's completely irrelevant to my business audience, but it's still there in my reels. If someone was to go to my reels tab, it's there. It's still going to go out and get some views, but it's not something that is my brand focus. So I'm not going to put that in my feed like I would the flashcards or, you know, an Instagram update or that sort of thing. So 
you just have to figure out what kind of works for you. And if it's something that you want to, you know, create them and, and start practicing with them, just don't share them to your feet. But when it's something that's of high value to your audience and the reason that audience follows you, definitely make sure those are being shared. The mm. feed. You'll get more reach and more performance. That's the perfect words that you said right there at the end. If it's the reason your audience follows you, then put it in the feed. That's a, that's a great, just super simple filter. Um, does your daughter have a favorite animal at the zoo? Uh, yeah, usually tigers. The tigers, the tigers okay. usually sometimes, you know, we'll go off and see some of them. We always start with the tigers. Okay. <laughs> my, uh, my wife, Candy and my 13 year old son both volunteer at our zoo. And so they're in the giraffe area. So if you ever want to be bombarded with giraffe, uh, facts, they can, they can, they can hook nice. you up with that. So, all right. Number three, go Jen. So editing in app as much as possible. So when it comes to Instagram Reels, they want you to have unique content. They want you to have something that is not likely to be on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and everywhere else in the world. So if you are doing all of your editing outside of Instagram, uploading to Reels and hitting publish, you're probably not going to get as much possible as not as much reach as possible as if you had done editing in so do your, as build it, do whatever you got to do, uh, external Instagram. But when you bring it into Instagram, swipe and add a filter. Add music if you can to the background. Even if it's like music on like a volume level two or three, just so there's a little bit of background music to it. Maybe add like a little a sticker or a caption sticker, something. The more edits you can do in app tells Instagram this is an original piece of content and it will increase your reach and distribution on the platform. And so how much, like, have you tested or seen how much needs, like, can you just add some text on the screen to something you produce somewhere else? Like, is that enough? Are they just looking for something that's been added? The, I mean, again, if, if you make it completely in-app, if you film within the app and edit everything, I mean, they're like, woohoo, we know this is 100% original. But even right. then, they still know that you're going to save it and you're probably going to go and upload that to TikTok and you're probably going to go and upload it elsewhere. Like, they know you're putting this content elsewhere in some capacity. But as long as you do some form of editing, they feel like algorithmically within the capacity of the app, it's it's original and they want to show it to more people. Okay. So even just, yeah, like I said, adding music in the background is a great way. Adding like a caption at the front, you know, the first few seconds it acts like your title again. So you had your cover, your cover image and now you're going to have like a text box that says here's kind of the topic of the video. And then you're going to, you know, maybe throw in a couple little pop up text throughout the video swiping out a filter, boom, done. Like that's maybe five, 10 minutes of editing. That's all you need to do. I didn't even think about just swiping out a filter. That's like one yep. second of editing. Yeah, like that's exactly. <laughs> so I always, yeah. I edit mine externally because I like captions from other places, but then I go in and I always add the hook on the screen and that's kind of my yep. one thing, but the, the filter would be even easier. And the anything, if you haven't been in the Reels editor lately, they're adding more and more stuff. Like a lot yes. of people were editing in other editors simply because Instagram didn't have the tools that, that for what they wanted to do. So that has been getting better and better, which has been fantastic. So yeah, I'm right. excited for the new features they're releasing on the editing. It's so helpful. Ways to make better Instagram reels. Number four, um, something that I call a two answer hook. So the hook is, of course, usually the first thing you do or say in your reel. And it is the thing that gets somebody's attention. And this started off as a random theory. And then I started testing it and I just see it happen over and over again. And so a lot of times one of the easiest hooks is to ask a question. Like uh, during the pre-show chat, I was telling Jen, I love her. She makes these reels where she just holds up 
uh, pieces of paper with words on them and never talks. And she takes you through what she would say. And they're just, they're so compelling. And I imagine they have incredible watch time. And the first one that you held up was, can you merge two Instagram accounts, right? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. And so that's a perfect example of this. And so um, when you are doing your hook, what I found works really well is the shorter the perceived answer the more likely someone is to keep watching. And so I'll use an example from my own business. I could say, um, how many times should business owners post on social media every week or something like that? Or um, even how much do business owners post on social media? Something like that. Well, that sounds like a long answer. And what I did was I tested against something like, do business owners need to post every day? It's a yes or no answer. And so anytime your answer can be yes or no, true or false, um, you know, A or B, um, Marvel or DC, you know, whatever, whatever it might be, <laughs> giraffes or tigers, then right. you, you have this short answer in somebody's head. And that just psychologically is a trigger. Because remember, they're all just swiping, right? We're all just a flick away from them ditching our content. And so that if the answer sounds shorter, they're more likely to stay. And then you can talk as long as the platform yeah. will allow, as long as it's good. Um, so, so yeah, so I always call those like two option hooks um, and, or two answer hooks. And that makes a big, big difference. So, I all right. I love that idea. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, ways to make better Instagram reels. Number five, Jen, what do you got? All right. So this is going to go to the question that we got at the top of the show. Um, but don't use reels for calls to action or big action steps. So for the average consumer, for the vast majority of people watching reels, they are not going to leave that reel. So they're in a reels feed and they are scrolling and they are doing this. They are not going to stop scrolling, click on your profile, navigate to your profile. You have to be giving them a million dollars to get them to get off of that app and go <laughs> over and do something. Reels for the vast majority of brands and, and you know, organizations, companies, whatever, influencers even, reels are not for driving conversions. Reels are the top of the funnel. These are for reach. These are for distribution. These are for awareness. This is to get people to know about your business, not to drive actual traffic. Doesn't mean you can't drive traffic with reels. I've done it. People do it all the time. But if you're creating your reels with that intention, they're probably going to fail. Instead, we want to create for the intention of awareness, short reels, top of top of funnel. You can do those longer reels for your existing audience. So if you're doing one that's like, a, you know, an 82 second reel and you've done like a huge like resource information pack, like I've given you a ton of resources, go to my bio to get more or, you know, send me a DM if you want to learn more. You might get more conversions on something like that, but that's because those longer ones are going to your existing audience who are already loyal. Realize that for most reels, they're going to a non-existent audience that doesn't know who you are. They're not willing to leave that feed for something that they don't know and trust. I love that when we talk about long content in this context, we're like that long 82-second right. <laughs> content. 82 second. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So, and, and let's delve a little bit more into that with our question of the week here um, in yeah. just a second, because you're right. It's absolutely the uh, the same topic there. So, all right. And ways to make better Instagram reels number six. You know, the, whenever a reel comes up in somebody's feed, they're immediately deciding, am I going to watch this or not? And if they're not interested in your topic, I mean, if Jen real comes up and, and she's asking, can you merge two Instagram accounts? And you don't care about that. There's nothing that's going to keep you there. Right. And that's okay. And you're gone and that's fine. But 
what I see a lot of times is that uh, people, entrepreneurs will send people away that are their perfect people because they don't do something that I call looping in. And I'm going to call out my friends in the mortgage industry. And I know you work with real estate and mortgage professionals yep. too, Jen. They go into this jargon that we don't necessarily know or understand. And I'm at an yeah. age in, you know, I'm at an age in my life and I moved a lot where I think we've, you know, bought and sold five properties or something over time. I still don't know what all of the terms are when, you know, somebody <laughs> right? comes in and goes, all right, well, the market rate and blah, 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 blah is, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. So take yeah. a second, get your hook out there and then loop people in about what they need to know to understand what you're going to say next. Because again, they're not sitting in a, a, a room. I'm again, calling out my friends in the mortgage industry. They're not sitting in a room that you rented at your local library to teach people about yeah. mortgages where you have their attention. You've got to get them in there because as soon as they don't understand what you're talking about, they're gone. Um, yeah. And you don't have to loop everybody in, right? Like if you're only talking to women, you don't have to, you know, explain something so a guy like me can understand it. If women get it, that's fine. So. Right. If your target audience understands it, you're good. But Ex they, exactly. like you said, they have to understand the terminology or the relevancy of that context. Yes, exactly. So, all right, there you go. Six ways to make better Instagram reels. Let's recap really quick before we get into our question of the week. So Jen, what were the three that you gave? So we did using custom cover photos, editing in-app as much as possible, and not using them or relying on them for calls to action. Perfect. And then uh, I did uh, make more of them because the more reels you make, the, you're going to learn what the better ones are. Uh, two answer hooks. So when you ask a question, have the answer be true, false, yes, no, something like that. And then also looping in. So you make sure that whoever is watching that your ideal person knows what they need to know to understand it. So our question of the week is from Sean. I get lots of reach on my Instagram reels, but no buyers. What am I doing wrong? And the history of reels has kind of been this way, right? Like we saw mm -hmm reels really explode in 2022. And people are like, oh my gosh, I reached 30,000 people or I reached 500,000 people. And then a few days later, it was kind of like, and I don't know what happened after that. Like, yeah, that exactly. was, you know, it, was, <laughs> it just got, keeps tapering down. I got recalibrating. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you talked a little bit about asking too much of people, you know, cause if you're on there and you're like, Hey, look, here's my business, here's my product, go to my bio and buy now. And they got to stop watching reels and click eight things to, to make a purchase, it's very unlikely to happen. What do you want to add to that for Sean's question? So I would say if you're going to do a call to action, usually the easiest thing is to have your call to action be send me a DM. Send me a DM with the word link. Send me a DM that you, you know, that you want to know more. Like make that your call to action because within the reel, it's easier for them to reply to the reel, which sends you the DM. They can kind of stay in app to do that versus having to click on your profile and navigate to your profile and find a message or, or do a link in bio and navigate over here. We don't want them to have to leave the Reels platform in order to complete that call to action. Also, Instagram has made a huge push towards DMs. They have invested mm. all in. When, when Meta tells us to do, we do. Right now, <laughs> Meta is telling us, do DMs on Instagram. So we do. And it does work. I've been testing this in, within the feed, within stories, within Reels. If your call to action is send me a DM, it's easier for them to complete, but it's opening up that direct line of communication and that helps you algorithmically as well. So if someone is interacting with you in direct messages, your content is more likely to appear higher in their feed because Instagram says, you guys have a good relationship. You talk to each other. Mm -hmm. So there's all these advantages to relying on the DMs, the direct messages, that if you can make that your call to action, you'll probably see more conversions. 
you'll probably see better algorithmic performance overall, but you're also just plainly making it easier on the consumer, which is increasing the chance that they're actually going to follow through with that call to action. But do not do this on all. Do not do this on reels <laughs> under 30 seconds. Under 30 seconds, no CTA. We don't. Under 30 seconds is purely for reach and distribution. Over 30 seconds, you can occasionally add a call to action that says, send me a DM and I'll give you the link. I love that you brought up Instagram's emphasis on direct messages because you're absolutely right. And there are people where, uh, you know, somebody will reach out randomly or I'll reach out to somebody and all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. wow, I cannot get rid of this person. They are in my feed. (laughs) Their stories are first. And not that I want to necessarily, but it's just like that that's where they are. And the same thing, we're seeing the same thing on Facebook as well. And so it is, it is an incredible way to be there. And you may not get as many DMs as you do comments. If you asked for a comment, for example, but the ones that do are basically raising both hands. Like I'm interested, you know? And so those are potentially the hottest prospects for sure. So um, that's great. Sean, what I'll add to this. um, And so people in my world, you know, in my social media leads lab program, I teach something called the date framework. And the whole idea Mm -hmm. is about, that customer journey, when somebody first finds out about you, that's discovery, that's the D and date. Mm -hmm. And they don't know, they don't know you, they don't like you, they don't trust you by any means. And and so the idea of saying, hey, buy my thing, it's like, ah, no, not gonna do that, even if it's a a low dollar product. So everybody has to go through, and I'll just give the brief version, it's discovery, acquaintance, talking, enchanted, and then you get the sale. And so that's that's the date framework. And so what I see work really well. And and for a lot of our members is reels are great for that discovery and Mm -hmm. then use the feed to kind of move them along and nurture them. And then you can move them to stories or DMS as, as Jen brought up or your email list or other higher leverage Mm -hmm. things off of that. Um, it takes a lot to convert the entire sales cycle all on Instagram. It can be done, especially if you have a higher ticket, something, but it can be a little tricky, uh, to do it all in one place. I love that a hundred percent. Yeah. So perfect. Okay. Um, thank you so much for the question, Sean. Uh, we appreciate that. So if you are going to start making reels or you want to start making better reels, which the show was all about today, uh, Jen has an incredible free resource, 12 reels topics that actually work. Um, that's a great <laughs> place to start, right? Exactly. So, um, you can, uh, go find that right now at bit.ly slash 12 real 12 dash reels dash ideas. And we'll have this in the show notes as well. Uh, make sure you capitalize reels and ideas so that it comes out again. So um, bit.ly bit.ly slash one, two dash reels with a capital R dash ideas. Grab those right now. You'll enter Jen's world and definitely follow her on Instagram. Give me your Instagram handles just so that I make sure that we get it right. There's a- <laughs> it's Jen's J-E-N-N-S underscore trends, T-R-E-N-D-S. Okay. I knew there was an underscore in there. I was pretty sure. So I wanted to make sure. So (laughs) Jen's with two N's underscore trends. Uh, Definitely follow her, see what she's doing with her reels. They are fantastic. So next week on the show, six ways to use LinkedIn to become a thought leader uh, with uh, my very special guest, Judy Fox. So that'll be on next week's show. If you want any of the links or to connect with Jen Herman, um, you can check the show notes for everything that we've mentioned today at the sixways.com slash the number six for episode six. Some really awesome 
tips were shared today. And remember, we all do better when we all do better. So if you know somebody that would benefit from some of the stuff that was shared today, I mean, Jen and I are both like huge social media geeks and she still said stuff that I was like, ooh, yeah, you know? And so um, definitely think about them, tag them, uh, message them and uh, make sure that we can all help each other out. That's the whole idea with this show. Jen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Truly appreciate it. The Six Ways is recorded every Friday before a live online audience. To join us for the live backstage pre-party and the after show Q&A, find all of the upcoming shows at thesixways.com. And remember to take action on something you heard today and let us know how it goes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and don't forget to sign up at dailysocialmediatips.com to get the same powerful tips and strategies that thousands of other entrepreneurs enjoy receiving direct to their inbox each day for free. Just the first couple emails you get have completely transformed the way some business owners look at their social media marketing. Want to see how? Sign up now at dailysocialmediatips.com and we'll see you in the next episode.